Hi guys, welcome back to Barely Available. I'm your host, Danny Romanello. It's been a minute. Um, so last week after I recorded the episode Saturday, um, my aunt passed away, unfortunately. My Aunt Michelle, she was so fun. She was, uh, it's going to be very hard adjusting to that, but um, I want to talk about her for a minute. Um, she has a couple of famous quotes that I would like to say that you guys could use in your own personal life um she always says when you're making directions for someone assume that they're stupid assume that they're incompetent i love that because it's so true and when i'm at work i'm like okay we have to make sure this says this so that's it because people are dumb um what else does she say oh (laughs) when i was little if i was being bad and i like fell or something she'd go good see what happens that's what happens so to this day, we always say that about everything. If something happens, we go, good. That's what happens. I almost forgot this story. This is my favorite story. So we were outside of her house eating lunch, my sister and I, and she gets a phone call and she goes, hello. And she goes, I hate you, Linda. And she hangs up the phone and she goes, what do you guys want for lunch? And we're like, what just happened? She goes, oh, telemarketers. I laughed so hard because it was just so, <laughs> I can't even. It was so funny. Um, uh, so it was a hard one. It was, it was very difficult, but she was battling cancer for three years. I'm just happy that she's at peace. And Aunt Michelle, I love you. And that's what I want to say. Oh my god, my allergies. I sound like this. No, 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 who I sound like kind of. I sound like Tara Reed mixed in with raspy Lorraine Bronco and I'm just my allergies are just oh my god, every orifice is leaking it feels like. Um what did I want to talk about? Oh, so this is interesting. I went to my first party, massless party. Um my friend had a bridal shower. And it was so weird. So walking into the event, you have to wear a mask. And when you go in, you could take your mask off. And um, it was so weird seeing people and hugging people without masks on. And um, the there was a buffet at this event. It was like buffet style. So you had to wear your mask when at the buffet. And you had to wear gloves, rubber gloves to do that. Then you could take it off at your table. Um, it was so strange. I can't get over it. And <laughs> I, so it was my high school friend and, um, Ash, Hey Ash, what up? She, um, so she's getting married and, um, I don't know. I just said that 50 times. Sorry. It's been a minute and I'm, and I'm on allergy medicine. So just bear with me. Um, I fucking wore Spanx to this event. Yeah. You know, those compression, it was, <laughs> I wore Spanx because I haven't seen these some of these bitches since high school. And I'm like, you know what? I got to look good. I got to look slim. And, you know, so I wore Spanx. It was just a compression, uh, what, is, what do you call it? Tank top. And um, I swear to God, maybe it's in my head, but I feel like way skinnier when I, when I wear it. I don't necessarily want to be skinny. I just want to, you know, be a little, you know, a little toned. And I swear in my head... I look more toned when I wear that. It's sick. It's sickening. Um, but I was wearing them. I didn't even know I was wearing them until the end of the night when I tried to take them off <laughs> at night. And I was just like, I almost fucking suffocated. 
Um, but yeah, it was it was a fun event. But I will say this: there was a little drinking going on, and um, there was a large platter of dip at the after party, and I was sitting next to it and not thinking, and I was like, "Huh, thank God I'm vaccinated," <laughs> because let me tell you, I if we would all have we all would have had COVID probably, we all would have gotten COVID there. So um, I'm happy I'm vaccinated. Most of the people there were. But I mean, I'm fine. Um, but like I said, it's things are heading to normalcy, and I cannot wait. I'm ready for my hot girl summer, um, and I'm excited for it. Really quick, back to the party. So I haven't seen some of these people in over ten years, you know. So I was like, is this going to be awkward? Like I haven't seen some of you in a while. It's just a lot of us just lost touch, which you know it, it happens. There's no animosity. There's no hate. It's just. You know, when I see them, I, I give them hugs. But like I said, I haven't seen them in 10 years. Anyway, so we were there and I I was asked about a couple of people from my hometown. They weren't there and they don't listen to this podcast. But I will not name names because I'm not doing that. But um, a couple of people from my hometown have very embarrassing social media presence. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, like TikTok dances and, you know, it's like you're an adult. Like, come on. And you're not getting paid for it. Um. I sound like a hater, but they asked me about it and I, I talked about it. So I, I thought it was funny that like that was one of the first things they asked me about. Uh, I love it. Gotta love it. So like I said, hot girl summer, meeting people. New York City is opening up July 1st. Yay. So I I went back on the dating apps and it, I forgot how miserable it is. It's just so annoying. Where are you from? What are your interests? What do you like to do? It's like, fuck, how many times do you have to do that? It's so annoying. Um, it's, I think it's easier in person because it's just it just flows faster and easier. This, you have to wait for someone's response and ask about their dog. It's like, I don't know. It's just annoying. I hate texting. I hate writing. It's just, it could be faster. It could be faster with a phone call, but I'm not doing that because I don't know you. But, um... We'll see. I have no dates. I have no dates at the moment, but that could change. And I also might be moving to LA, like I fucking say every week. But um, I'm just. My dad looks at me the other day and goes, "What are you doing?" I was like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Aren't you supposed to be in California?" I'm like, "Yeah, but I had to come home because my aunt was so sick, and you know she eventually passed away. So um, I was like, I obviously want to stay home for that, but um." He's like, well, you should go if you really want to. But I'm like, I'm in such a weird spot. Like I say this every week. I um, I'm actually waiting for two jobs in New York. They're only temporary jobs. There's production jobs. Even though I said I don't ever want to go back, but like I said, for the right price, I will go back. But one of the jobs, possibly, is in the Hamptons for ten weeks. So that'd be awesome to be in the Hamptons for 10 weeks and work and hang out um but I don't think I got that because they 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 said we need a local but I'm not a local so we'll see hopefully the budget gets bigger and then they could put me up in a hotel like the rest of the crew um so I'm waiting on those two things they're in the oven or the back burner I suppose they're not in the oven yet um and 
yeah i mean if i get it that'd be really nice because i get to spend the the summer in new york and then probably move to la in the fall but um i don't know i i'm just so stressed out over it because it's, it's funny because when i first moved out there i wasn't as stressed as this time now because i think once i go there i probably won't come back for a while you know but i gotta go where the work is and um la has a lot of work a lot of tv work not necessarily yeah of course they have production work but they have so much other stuff out there that's an entertainment that you could do new york i mean i love new york but i i feel like it's a little bit limited but people are saying that that's not true they're building studios blah 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 but i'm like well get me a fucking job if it's that easy if there's that much shit here get me a fucking job and (laughs) i don't know so there's that oh my god my my favorite is when people are like you should get a job at the today show or why don't you work for jimmy fallon what what are you doing why don't you get me a job there everyone else everyone and their mother is applying there and usually i swear to you a lot of people that work there are relatives family friends and you know it's hard to get these jobs you know they don't come across that often because they usually stay there for a while I mean, that's, that's my plan. I want to work for like a late night show or, you know, even like a, a day talk show or something and just, you know, it's steady work for, you know, a couple of decades. I would love that. So, you know what, maybe I'll come up with my own show and I'll employ myself. I don't know, but I'm sick of talking about this, but I'll probably talk about this next week because that's what I do. I forgot to mention this part about the the bridal shower, the after party. I think it's funny. Um, So uh, one of my one of my friends there chews chewing tobacco. And I I was like, what is this shit? And he goes, it's it's dip. You want some like to be sarcastic? And I said, yeah, he goes, no way. Really? So I tried it and it was it was disgusting. It was very gross. And I was spitting in a cup. It was um, it was not fun, but I was like, I'm just curious because what what's so appealing about it? At one point, I got so dizzy, and I was like, okay, I'm very lightheaded, and I think that's what it does. It gives you like this lightheaded feeling. It's very strange. So there's fiberglass in it, and the fiberglass basically uh, tears very small tears in your in your mouth. And then the tobacco goes there and it goes in your bloodstream and that's why it does that. Um, it was gross. I'll never do it again, but I was just curious about it because why are all these people doing dip? It was just, it was very gross, but I thought it'd be funny to surprise my my girlfriends. And they were like, ew, I don't like this. You're, you're creeping me out. Get that out. So, um, yeah note to self don't don't ever do dip okay okay we have a britney spears update so on wednesday june 23rd at 1 30 p.m britney spears is gonna address the court herself this is huge because she's never been to a hearing so britney's lawyer says the conservative Britney Spears has requested that I seek from the court a status hearing at which she can address the court directly. 
So she's going to talk and I'm excited to see it. But um, Britney Spears' parents, you know, are still fighting a, a battle over this. And um, the most fucked up part is that the dad spent over $900,000 of Britney Spears' own money fighting her. So it's just so fucked up that she's paying it. Britney Spears' father says Lynn Spears is the one exploiting her daughter's pain and trauma for personal profit by writing a book about her. Well, that is true that she did write a book about Britney in 2008 called the Going Through the Storm or something like that. And um, it did exploit her. So it's just it's so fucked up that basically both parties are made money off of her at one point or another. So it's just... Imagine your parents, it's just so fucked up. I can't fathom that. So it's like, who should be in charge of her? You know, I already talked about her sister, Jamie, Jamie Lynn. Remember she killed like 12 cats with her Tesla? She talks about how the engine's too quiet and she accidentally runs over cats. It's just bonkers to me. So I I just feel very bad for Brittany. On both ends. I feel like Britney Spears, her former assistant, Felicia. Do you remember we met her? Well, I, I feel like I have seen her for, I mean, years ago. But do you remember seeing her in the documentary, Felicia, former assistant? I feel like she has her best interest. Do I, I dare say that she should take over Britney? I think she might. Even though she did the free Britney doc, you don't get money to participate in a documentary. So... That's out of the question. I don't think she got any money for that. They probably paid for her dinner. That's what they usually do. They, they'll buy you lunch, buy you dinner, but they don't actually pay you. So I think she would have Britney Spears' best interest. But um, like I said, it's just it's just so fucked up. I, I say this all the time. We don't know what we don't know. Is that, is that the saying? We don't know what we don't know. I forgot what the saying is, but I feel like we're, we're there's stuff that we don't know about Brittany. Like I said, we're not mental. We're not in the mental health field. I don't know, but um, it just seems like she is being exploited. It's just so fucked up. I hope she finds peace and I hope the best decision is made. I, I don't know what that is. I, it just seems... Like this poor woman is being pulled in every direction and I don't know. So the next thing I wanted to talk about is they just finished wrapping up Real Housewives All-Stars. And if you're familiar with this, I think I talked about it before. They send a bunch of housewives from every city and send them to an island and voila, see what happens. But I just realized not every city is represented. So they're missing OC, which is so shady because OC started the whole franchise. And I think because they would have brought Vicky Gumbelson and Tamara probably, but I think because they ruffled so many feathers when they exited that they just didn't acknowledge them. They didn't put them in and they didn't do Salt Lake City. That's well, it's relatively new and they didn't do Dallas, which I was surprised about because apparently Dallas is doing well. And Potomac, they didn't bring any of the ladies from Potomac. So let me read you the people. They have Ramona Singer from New York, and they have Luann from New York. Although I think 
it would be great if it was Ramona and Bethany Frankel. I think that would be good. From Jersey, they have Teresa, who is an OG, and Melissa Gorga, which I think that they'd, they're going to do well. And from Beverly Hills, they only have Kyle Richards, which is, which is so shady. But I don't think Kyle Richards really brings that much to the table, honestly. I mean, I don't think she'll do well at all. If they really wanted to stir up some shit, they would have had, from Beverly Hills, Erica Jane... And they would have brought former Real Housewife Brandy Glanville because Brandy was on Celebrity Apprentice with uh, Kenya Moore and they did not get along. So I think they should have rethought that and brought both of those ladies there. And that's I see I should be a producer. I really should because I think ahead and um, I think that would be oh, that would be so good. That would be so good. They fought the whole season of Apprentice. And if you throw in Bethany Frankel, it would just be, oh my God, chef's kiss. But like, I would have, I would do things a little differently. It's not just, I wouldn't throw them in a house and see what happens and add alcohol, which, you know, that usually works. I would make them do tasks like, 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 like Apprentice in a way and make them work together as teams. But make them switch like I would not put Jersey with Jersey I'd put one lady from Jersey with one lady from Atlanta one lady from New York with one lady from Beverly Hills and you know kind of put them against each other and see what happens and although I love Melissa Gorga from New Jersey I would I would trade her for Danielle Staub (laughs) but I think it would just be like an actual it would be really bad if all those ladies were in one house because there's such big personalities that there it would be the bad girls club. It would just be a mess. So I think that's why they they chose those contestants instead of the ones I suggested. Did I just call them contestants? Real housewives. You know what I'm talking about. See, I would just be, oh my God, if you're listening, hire me. I would be a great producer. Hair flip. Ratings. No shade, but shade. And lastly, this is exciting. They have Kenya Moore and Cynthia Bailey from Atlanta. I do love them and everything, but I feel like if they brought Nene in, I would love that. I'd be so excited. Um, But yeah, this it looks like everyone's getting along. They've been in various photos and videos, and um, I'm looking forward to it. This might be a yearly thing. If this goes well, which I do think it will. But like I said, I don't know. It looks like they're all getting along. But I mean, it's just a photo. How, how do you know if they're getting along or not? That's silly to say. So I'm going to watch the fuck out of this. And I think you are too. It, it's going to be on the Peacock Network, which is a new streaming service. There's so many new streaming services. I could think of, oh my God, there's Paramount. There's Disney Plus. There's peacock there's apple there's there's so many new ones it's like how are we supposed to subscribe to all these but i will subscribe to this to watch the shit out of it oh my god one more one more um i think in addition to brandy from beverly hills they should bring lisa renna i love lisa renna i think she's so funny she's likable she's tough she she tells it like it is and she stirs up shit so 
I vote Lisa Renna joins. I, I don't know how she's not there, but um, I really hope she's there next season with some of those people that I listed. My God, my God, bring it, please. We need this. Oh my God, this is so funny. The next story I want to talk about is <laughs> Justin Bieber sent Victoria Beckham a pair of lilac Crocs from his new collection and <laughs> she wrote, I never wore a pair of Crocs. Did make me laugh. I mean, it's the thought that counts. Thank you so much. And she writes, I think I'd rather die, but thank you anyway, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Victoria Beckham is funny. People hate on her and say that she's boring, but she has these savage one-liners. And I appreciate that. She's She's funny, I'm telling you. She's very hungry, though, but she's funny. Like I said, I do love Victoria Beckham. I think she's my favorite Spice Girl. But I will say, I think it's fucked up that she did not join the Spice Girls for the reunion tour. It's like, girl, they made you. Like, come on. I know you re- you reinvented yourself, but girl, rally up. Rally the fuck up and do the reunion tour. It just, it just, I think it's wrong. But it's not like she needs the money or anything, but it's it's so much more than that. This I saved this the good story for kind of the last one. Benifer is back, baby. Well, kind of. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck have been seen hanging out after Jennifer Lopez's breakup. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck were engaged. But my thing is this. They, they people are saying they're supposedly just friends, but if you're my ex, we could be cordial, but you know, I mean, if you're my ex fiance, we could be cordial, but we're not friends. Like I said, once we've had sex, I don't, we don't, there's, it's unnecessary. We don't need to be friends unless there's kids involved or we have a business together or we have a dog together. It's just, I don't see the point in it. Like I said, being cordial is cool, but I'm not having you over my house. Like what's the point? You know, it just, I don't see the point in that. But maybe, maybe I'll grow. Maybe things will change one day where I, I see the point. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, so Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck were engaged in 2002 and later broke up in 2004. Um, so Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod broke off their engagement last month and they've been seen together at the Hotel Bel Air. So... Yeah, I think it's cool that A-Rod, even if he cheated and those other rumors are true, it's okay to be friends because there's kids involved. I mean, they don't have kids together, but their kids have been hanging out for the past, what, year or two, I think they've been dating. It's just, I just feel bad for the kids and it's just so public. It sucks to be a celebrity. I mean, it's just, it's awful. I can't imagine Danny, don't you want to be a celebrity? No, I want to be like a C-list where no one really knows me. But if you see me, you know me, you know, like a, like a C-list, like you make money, you're good, you're afloat, but not everyone would know you, you know, your bills are completely paid, you're afloat, that's what I mean when I say afloat, and not everyone recognizes you, you can go to the grocery store, no one will bother you. Every now and then people will take a selfie. That's cool. But being an A-list celebrity where you can't go to the grocery store, that must be so annoying. 
Leave me alone. I'm looking at cucumbers. I need to feel them. I don't want you taking pictures of me when I'm feeling up cucumbers at the grocery store. You know, I think that would get annoying. Anyway, that would be crazy if Benifer came back and they got married. Plot twist, they actually get married. I would... I don't think we could handle it. That's like... No, I guess it's not. I was going to say that's like Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt getting back together. I think that would be a much bigger story because they were actually married. You know, he cheated on her with Angelina Jolie and blah, blah, blah. But um, I don't know. I don't know how the world would lose their shit if all that happened. I can't with that. So, uh, you know what? Do what you do what you want. Do what makes you happy. Life is short. This next story actually involves Ben Affleck. So this girl f- was on a dating app and she matched with Ben Affleck. And of course, why would Ben Affleck be on there? So she had matched him. So she posts this very like thirsty video and um, she has like a ton of makeup on, ton of lighting, just very LA and very, you know, that like look, she has a lot of stuff going on there. Anyway, she writes, thinking of the time I matched with Ben Affleck on Raya. Raya is a dating app for celebrities and people and then entertainment world. And she then she writes, and I thought it was fake, so I unmatched him. And then he sent me a message on Instagram. And it's kind of creepy. He DMs her and says, I think her name is Levine. I can't really understand it. And he goes, Levine, why did you unmatch me? It's me. It's just creepy. It's very, like, let it go, Ben. She unmatched you. Even if, let's say she thought you were creepy and that's why she unmatched you, you know? It um, it was creepy. Although, Ben Affleck, I like fat Ben Affleck. Like, the new, you know, <laughs> Ben Affleck that chain smokes and drinks heavily. I like that body type. What does that say about me? I don't like Rip Ben Affleck. I like thick Ben Affleck. Like in Gone Girl where he just looks like he hasn't slept in two weeks. Like that's, oh, that's my type. So Ben, slide into my DMs. Slide into me. Thank you very much. This next story I wanted to talk about is, it's a TikTok. I hate TikTok. But it's a TikTok that's going around. It's a waitress actually a hostess and she has a clown filter on with a little a song in the background going do 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 (laughs) and um the video is her writing not realizing it's adam sandler and telling him it's a 30 minute wait because of course he's leaving because he's not going to wait 30 minutes for ihop (laughs) so People are talking about how it's really cool that Adam Sandler didn't say, do you know who I am? Because he he clearly could have taken his mask off and said, hey, I'm Adam Sandler. Can you let us sit down? And of course they would let him. But I think it was pretty cool that he didn't use his fame and he probably put his last name down. He probably said, my name's Adam or last name Sandler. And someone probably came up and said, I think that's Adam Sandler. And she was like, what? So clearly she would have seated him if she knew it was him. But um, I don't know. I, I thought he was, I heard really good things about him. I love Adam Sandler. So I thought that was pretty cool. 
so I started to rewatch the show Newlyweds. You remember Newlyweds with Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson? Why did I say Nick Lachey first? Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey. Hello. And um, it's so cringeworthy. I can't believe how not compatible they were. I mean, it's just so obvious that he clearly despises her. And it's just so funny to me that, you know, Jessica Simpson back then, I mean, I love Jessica Simpson, but during that time of like 2002, three, four, she was hot. Like she was like the hot commodity. Her career was very hot. And Nick Lachey, he like fizzled out. He was in 98 degrees and really hasn't done anything. But anyway, um, so her career was just on fire and, um, she would spend money and all these places and do this, do that. And, um, he'd say, Jess, you spent this much money. And she, in, in my head, I'm like, she pays the bills. She has a lot of money. So she wants to spend $2,000 on lingerie. Let her spend $2,000 on lingerie. And there was a part where he was like, we don't need a housekeeper, but she's like, I want one. And it's like, hello, we're rich. We could afford one. Like, whatever. Why are you so concerned with what I spend? I don't know. It's just, um, it's weird to watch because they're so not compatible. So I highly suggest watching that. That's on YouTube. Every episode's on there and it's free. So I've been binging that. God, I love it. But anyway, little D's, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Um, I think I said this before, but I'm actually talking to the guy, my friend Ben, who is helping me make a intro to this podcast. I sent him some f- clips that I want him to include. So I hope, hopefully we'll get that in the next couple of weeks. I'm really looking forward to it. This, I love this show. I have so much fun doing this and I'm um, hopefully I'll have someone on soon. So thank you for listening. Little D's stay well and get vaccinated and wax your backs. <laughs>